And now, Canada Hoops, hosted by Maddie Ireland. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Canada Hoops. It's your boy, Maddie. We truly appreciate your continued support. Please keep liking and sharing us. I've been looking forward to chopping it up with today's guest. He represents Calgary, Alberta. He is a former star at Western Canada High, a former UBC Thunderbird, St. John's Edge, and currently plays for the London Lightning. He's represented Canada in 3x3, Give it up for Jordan Jensen White. Jordan, thanks for joining us on Canada Hoops. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, followed your career and, um, you know, being a local guy in the, in the city. And uh, my boy Raiden uh, knows you yeah. and uh, wanted me to show love. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, uh, yeah, you've had a journey, man. And uh, we'll get into that. And, uh, you know, appreciate you taking the time how are things man let us know uh how you how you been and uh you know where you're at oh things are good i'm just uh i'm just out here in london ontario playing uh for the lightning in the nbl so um i mean life's good uh we're off to a pretty good start this season at 4-0 um where this time this team is incredibly talented it's uh it's quite a cool thing to be around to be honest with you i uh i've had a pretty interesting journey and there's a lot of players that uh i've met here already and it's like wow like there's there's so many good hoopers kind of all over the place you know what i mean yeah different type of basketball than three on three for sure but so things are good no complaints here yeah just um you know just talk about what it took to get there in terms of uh you know trying to manage the pandemic for yourself and then also um you know i, I saw a lot on social media you know you were training really hard to get ready just talk about the grind you had to do to to get ready for the season, man. Uh, man, uh, it's been a pretty crazy last few years for sure. So, right. I mean, I think it took a lot of um, a lot of discipline, honestly. Uh, having to go when everything was shut down during the pandemic to I don't know a hill in Calgary and run up and down it for some conditioning. Um, it took a lot of thinking outside the box to be able to stay in shape. Um, those are some of the most challenging times. Uh, I think we've all obviously all gone through. Right. And, uh, so to, I'd say a lot of, a lot of discipline, a lot of focus and, uh, just knowing that things will work out because of the work you put in. Right. It's, uh, right. As an athlete, you work so hard day to day with hopes that something's going to happen down the road. Right. So, it's uh, when you're in the moment and things are tough like that, it's those are the types of things that push me and motivate me. And so, I mean, I've always been kind of a, a self-driven individual. I can always, I can f- find ways to motivate myself. And so um, I think it just came down to a whole lot of that. And then having uh, a great group of people around me that supported me and um, have encouraged me to keep going. Awesome, man. love to hear it. Um, you know, what's been your approach with, uh, you know, your start with London specifically, like for you, what what are you trying to, I know, you know, Doug, uh, going back a long ways and he knows your game, but what are you trying to, you know, bring to the team to really help the team? Um, 
Well, it's been interesting because I haven't played a professional five on five game well until this last weekend. Right. I haven't played a professional five on five game since uh, it was December two thousand seventeen, early December two thousand seventeen. So that would have been my last game of Saint John's. Um, and so, and then I because I messed up my knee, I tore my ACL there. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, good, completely. <laughs> um, but. What was the question again? Sorry, I literally just lost the whole. No, thing. just um, you know, you're starting with London, right? So I'm just keen, right. uh, keen to kind of know, you know, what's been your approach as you've you've gone into the season here, and I know it has been a while. Uh, you brought that up there. You haven't played five on five for a while. What's been your your approach, and you know, how do you want to contribute to the squad? Uh, okay, yeah. So it's just kind of been a, a sort of a feeling out process for me because that's what I was saying. I hadn't played in a five on five game for a while, so now that I gotten in this past week and it was nice to get my feet kind of wet and see uh, where I can transfer some of the skills that I've used the last few years within 3x3 learning a lot more about pick and roll game yeah. playing off the ball um, and so try, just trying to find ways to implement that I, I, I've always been a guy that's kind of more um, like an intangibles I guess you could say like I, I kind of just I try and do everything to the best of my ability so whatever the team needs me from me I I want to be able to do always, right? So if it's get to the hoop, it's get to the hoop. It's play great defense, it's play great defense. If it's, right. you know, uh, I'm just kind of here to win, to be honest with you. That's that's the whole um, the whole thought process behind it. I mean, I've been a, a downhill transition type of player. I was for a good portion of my career. I like to I like to think I've added my jump shot now. And so, I mean, there's a lot of different ways I, I know I can contribute. And so yeah. it's just a matter of finding different spots as the game goes on to uh, to continue playing. Awesome, man. Well, we're, we're happy to see you out there running again and, and with the team. And, uh, we'll know you have a, we'll know you'll have a great year in London there, man. So we'll wish you all the best. Um, let's go back in time a bit, man. Take us back mm-hmm. growing up in Calgary. Um, what was a, long, a young Jordan like? Uh, give us a little insight. Just, you know, did you play other sports and then how did, uh, how did hoops kind of grab you, man? Uh, so hoops for me was it was in the family before so i have uh my older brother or two older brothers one of them uh josh who's the middle and then zach's the oldest and zach actually was the first one to put his hands on a basketball he's nine years older um than me and josh is seven years older so zach was the first one to pick up a basketball and um josh kind of jumped in and saw that um zach was really enthusiastic about the game and being the younger kid and having those two guys growing up i looked up to them like a lot um and josh was an incredible incredible basketball player we had uh we had a hoop on our on a uh in our driveway um in whitehorn there yeah and i like that hoop was everything for me like literally every day at any time of the day as long as the neighbors didn't get mad at me if they got mad at me i had had to put the ball down but that hoop and um and my family was really how i fell in love with the game to be honest with you uh they put me in it when i was younger my mom put me in it when I was like four. Um, and so, yeah, the game just kind of grew with me. It's always been a huge part of my life. Um, and as I've gotten a little older, um, it's uh, something that you look back and it's like, wow, look at what this game has been able to do for you, right? right. And so, um, I mean, I did play other sports growing up. Uh, I did. I tried everything, really. Like, I even done like badminton, volleyball, cross country. I didn't do too much hockey. Um, I mean, I played street hockey, right? Uh, like most guys did. Um, most people did. 
Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I tried everything. Basketball is the one that uh, stood out to me, um, especially with like Vince Carter when we were, when I was younger. He was huge. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Steve Nash and those types of guys were like uh, incredible to watch growing up. So it was a mixture of things with me and basketball, but uh, definitely that hoop and my, and my older brothers were kind of what got the fire started. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up uh, your brothers and, uh, you know, specifically Josh. Um, you know, he was a great player himself. Um, you know, just talk about his influence just uh, with respect to the game. Uh, somebody you could, you know, look up to, model your game after perhaps, and, uh, you know, follow him on and off the court, man. Yeah, Josh, uh, Josh was um, – inter- the best big brother i mean i could ask for he uh for sure. was an incredible incredibly talented basketball player um and so for me to be um a little guy that just got to go around with him and my mom and just follow him to wherever his games were and watch him play and his his growth as a as a, a player and individual right. um i have some of the best memories like i used to i used to go to um uh, at during time i was in his games and i would shoot and this little late, this lady that my mom was trying to come what her name was, she'd always have this bell and she'd ring it whenever, uh, whenever I'd score nice. at like, uh, during the middle of, uh, uh, at one of Josh's games. And then there was another one I'd already see there was, a. Uh, I had to hit a hat. Like they called out a few kids or a few people from the, from the crowd to hit a half court shot. And it was, Josh was playing about Royal at the time and they were playing RDC in RDC. Okay. And I was like this, this younger kid. And I, like I, Missed my first one, took my watch off, looked at the crowd. They all kind of got hyped up, and I whapped the second one. Nice. And I was the first one to make it. And I was like this little kid against these these older uh, adults, and I hit it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and the crowd lost it because it was an important game. And yeah. uh, so little things like that with Josh. Like I just have memories that bring me back to watching him play at Mount Royal, watching him play for the Junior Trojans, um, and all like honestly, all the awards he racked up the whole time he was doing it because he was. I mean, at UBC, he ended up being the National Player of the Year, getting mm-hmm. the national finals twice back-to-back years which is incredibly difficult to do yeah um and uh all kind of type of guy and he's just a really good person so it was amazing for me to have that um that influence growing up yeah no doubt um you know we love his game and you mentioned uh steve i think we all cheered for steve and uh and vince carter any other guys that you liked their game and thought man their their game is nice carl english yeah yeah. Yeah. See oh English. He, yeah. He, um, when I was over in St. John's, um, during the trial phase or trials and all that kind of stuff, training camp, they were talking that St. John, uh, that he, sorry, uh, that Carl might, uh, might join. Right. And uh, I was super excited at times. I was like, oh, I really want to make this team. And I'm a younger kid and I really want to be able to compete against him every day and, right. and pick from him because you hear stories about the guy and, um, just to get to, to play with him in St. John's for the little time that I did was was pretty opening, man, because you can see levels, to be honest with you. Right. And he's one of those guys that, I mean, has played early. He's done all, he's done pretty much everything you can do in the game um, at a really high level. And to watch um, how he treated his body and how what, what, type of, what type of work he put in, even as an older guy at the time, like I think he was maybe 30, not older, but I mean, he was back end of his career right right and so he was super meticulous about everything he did and so just getting to learn be around that for uh, the time being was uh was amazing and he was a hell of a ball everyone was trying to come at him every game they were trying to d him up and he was just like not he's like you can't stop me man 
He went, I think he won MVP that year. It was just, it was pretty cool to see. Yeah, you know what? I love the Carl stories, man. Um, I've been fortunate enough to kind of develop a relationship with him, and he was the first guest for the pod, and um, he's showing nothing but love. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll take the Carl English stories all the time on on Canada Hoops. Big, uh, big shout to Carl. Um, yes. Jordan, my my boy, Raiden. I know you know him, and uh, he was mm-hmm. super, super excited that we were, were going to record. Um, he gave me a little insight on a question. And he wanted me to know if you remember your time at Annie Junior High. And he, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, and he would have been at. He says he played at Fox. And Very so, Fox. And uh, yeah. so he said you guys had some good games. So at that point, when you're at that age, Junior High, Annie Dale, um, you know, you're really taking the game pretty serious at that point. Uh, starting to, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think more so than uh the kids around me at the time for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, elementary school happens. Like I, I was always, I was pretty good in elementary and then junior high, um, by grade nine, I was kind of like, yeah, okay. I think I'm going to, um, really move forward with this with, right. with specifically basketball. And, uh, so at that time, yeah, it was, it was starting to get there. And then in, in junior or in high school, I just kind of just, I only did volleyball and basketball. So like in junior high, I did all the sports, and then in the next kind of transition phase, I just kind of went and locked in, right? Manly basketball, yeah. So he also Raiden also claims you had a job at Little Caesars at that <laughs> at that time, and uh, just to maybe get a couple of laughs, uh, you know, how many hot and ready's did you give away to the boys when, <laughs> yeah. when, when they pulled up? You know, I want I want to know about that, man. It's funny. I was just, uh, I was just eating little Caesars like two days ago. Um, oh yeah, I just those things out quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> so came in if yeah. uh, if the manager is in the back, and I had the pizza <laughs> there. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Because nice. I mean, five five twenty five for pepperoni pizza, two bucks for crazy bread. I knew, yeah. I knew the guys needed some food, so if you came by for sure, you know, you could slip you one maybe here. Ah, uh, nice, nice. That's yeah. I could, man. Got a shout out, Raiden, man. Appreciate the support, man. Um, he was he's a Raiden's hilarious, man. Oh man, we we, got, we definitely had some good battles in in junior high. And I think they got the best of us a couple times for sure. Oh, that's cool. Sure. Uh, he's become kind of like a a little brother there. So big big cool. shout big shout to Raiden. Um, Western Canada, man. You hit Western Canada high. Um, why why go there? I know it's a, another part of the city. Um, but did you just feel like you needed to go there to sort of develop and maybe elevate your game? Uh, no. Well, at the time, um, like I, I'm from a divorce family. So my mom, and my dad split. Okay. Uh, and at the time it was easier for my mom to help me out kind of on a day-to-day basis, being closer to her, uh, over at Western. And so okay. me going there was, was predicated around her being able to support and help me. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, it was. I remember that that decision was was really tough for me because I was in grade nine at the time. Uh, a good friend of mine, his name was Akil Moldina. He went to Anigia with me, okay. and um, I remember being on the flight. My mom was like, "You have to decide today. Like, you want to go to Pearson? You want to go to Western?" And uh, I remember picking up the phone and calling her and saying, "Yeah, like I think I'll, we'll go Western." Right. It was a really interesting day because it was. A, it was I didn't realize it was going to be how that big of a shift in my life coming from 
where I'm from, kind of over in the Northeast to, yeah. to then going over to not knowing much about the Southwest and not knowing much about, you know, um, that kind of, uh, that, that part of the city. And I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made, to be honest with you. Right. It's, um, it helped not, I mean, from an academic standpoint, um, I wasn't the best going in, uh, honestly, I wasn't the greatest student up until probably second, second university, but right. I mean, going to Western kind of showed me a different standard that you can be held to, um, from an, from an education standpoint. And, um, the basketball team just so happened to be really good at the time. We had a lot of, a lot of good players around the city that I didn't even know about yet because I hadn't really played too many of the guys. Like we played club basketball at Genesis and that kind of stuff, but I don't, right. you didn't really know the guys. And so in grade 10, like we had a guy named Strahini and John Trapolsi and a few other guys that I didn't, I didn't know who ended up being a great, great, uh, basketball players at the time. So, um, yeah, that Western, Western was an incredible part, uh, an incredible part of my life. Yeah, well, you had success there. You uh, you won a four A provincial title. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what are your best memories playing there, just and developing your game? Um, well, I got to give a huge shout out to Steve Weep, the head coach there. Okay, um, he was a uh, he was uh, an amazing coach. Um, my grade ten and eleven coaches as well, but Steve was um, a great motivator. Okay. Uh, like he would put. He knew that we kind of had a, had a special group, I think, at the time, and he did a really good job of um, getting the guys ready for pretty much every game. And it kind of felt like we knew we were going to win that whole year, to be honest with you, because um, right. the way we started, it was uh, I think this was my it was my grade eleven year, and we were we were a really <laughs> really good basketball team, man. Um, and so honestly, I don't really have too many stories from the time, but I, I just do remember the camaraderie between the group of guys. It's something that you don't, um, like you won't ever forget. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we won the cities that year. Um, but yeah, man, huge shout out to Western. I love that place so much. Right on. And, uh, yeah, amazing school. What, um, you know, you finish up at Western and you're going to go to college university. You know, what were you looking at, uh, for schools, uh, to start playing at the next level, um, you know, was it always looking at following uh, at Josh and then starting to set your own path at UBC, or were you considering a, a lot of other schools as well? Uh, I was considering a lot of schools within Canada. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, UFC was uh, was recruiting pretty heavily. U of A, right? Most schools across the country at the time, um, and I had spent a year after high school over in Ontario and Pickering, uh, playing with a prep, uh, prep program. So I, I experienced a little bit of Ontario, okay. um, at the end of my high school career. Um, but it, it, I think it, it just kind of came down to, um, I guess the level of, of excitement I got when UBC reached out to me. Right. Um, like, I mean, I had chatted with, with Dan and, uh, at UC and, um, all those other schools, but I was, I was the most intrigued in with UBC. And I think a big part of that had to do with Josh and seeing what Josh did and, right. and that kind of stuff. But, um, Vancouver itself uh, is a beautiful city. For sure. Um, and, and it wasn't too far from home for me. So it wasn't like I was going, you know, down South all the way. I don't know. At the time I was, I was a younger kid. And, um, I think it was better for me to kind of stay a little closer to home. 
Right. And uh, obviously, I knew that the the basketball program at UBC was strong with Kevin. Um, they've had some pretty great coaches come through, like Randy Nor. I don't know if you uh, you know Randy Nor or anything For like sure, that, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it's another decision. It's another one of those decisions, kind of like the one I alluded to earlier with being on the phone and making a decision to go to Western. It's another one of those decisions you make in your life where it's like you can look back on it and say, well, "There's a pretty damn big one." Right. But I don't think you could go wrong either way you went. So, yeah, well, uh, I'm glad I chose UBC. Yeah, for sure. It's a great program. Um, one of the best in Canada. Uh, you had a great career there. Um, you know, talk about Kevin Hansen, your coach, uh, what he meant for your career. I know um, he's had some great players come through the program. You're one of them. Uh, oh, what, yeah, what did uh, playing for Kevin mean for you, man? Ooh, Kevin, man, Kevin was a uh, a challenge. He's he's a he's a hell of a coach, right? And he demands uh, a very high level of excellence, uh, pretty much every day. Right. And um, he taught me a tremendous amount about this uh, about basketball. Um, we uh, in my first year, we ended up. I think we did. We won Canada West uh, our first year with Doug actually leading the charge. Okay. Um, and um second year kev was doug was graduating and our roster was a little wasn't i don't think it was quite as good as the year before and uh i think kev had some pretty pretty high expectations of me and some other guys on the team as younger guys to try and really step up into a new role and i think in that year uh like for me specifically it was um it was a tough i wasn't ready to make that that quite that leap yet into um like the next level of my game and so he was tough on me right. he was really tough on me um and I knew um, that even though some days were tough, like man, in practice you uh, you're dead tired. You go down, you turn the ball over. Kev looks at you like there there's there's some tough days. I can't I can't go too deep into in uh, all the stuff about the practice, but yeah, I got you. Um, he, he definitely made me uh, a mentally stronger basketball player, right. and. Uh, we we spent a lot of time watching film dissecting players like Tony Parker. Um, Tony Parker was a huge influence for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the, probably from years three to three to five there. So he he recommended and we we would study we study him together to be honest with you, yeah. just to kind of see because he was such a hell of a, he was a hell of a player in transition for like a smaller guard, right? Yeah. Um, and I like I loved his the way he had those kind of big long roll crossovers in the full court to get to wherever he wanted to get to in a good, strong position. And, um, <clears throat> so yeah, Kevin, Kevin was instrumental in my basketball career. Um, every year after my first year, I stayed and trained with him in the summer. Okay. We would, um, like me and Connor, uh, were there every summer training together. And, um, yeah, he, he, he knows how to, he knows how to coach. He knows how to put together a great team and he knows how to lead a great team. And uh, I got nothing but respect for Kevin. For sure. You mentioned Connor Morgan. I'm glad you brought him up. Just talk about that relationship you guys developed over your time at UBC. Uh, he, he himself is having a, a great career overseas and has uh, represented Canada. Uh, what did it mean to mm -hmm. play with uh, a guy like Connor, man? Connor was uh, another outstanding player that's come out of UBC. For sure. Um, yeah. He, uh, me and him pretty much from day one, uh, 
we're like attached to the hip like when we were younger guys yeah. uh two new guys to vancouver uh, our dorm rooms were pretty much like right next to each other cool and so we, we had a bond that happened pretty quick and uh he was not like i said we trained every summer together we spent all of our time together um and uh he, he turned into a hell of a basketball player um i remember all the battles we'd have uh like it got to a point i remember in our in my fourth no my fifth year in his fourth year so he was having an unbelievable year right and he walked into um a game at royal and i, I remember being on the floor with him and be like this guy is unstoppable right like at this point in his career it was like get car the basketball and get the hell out of the way because this guy is going to go score and there's absolutely nothing you can do right. about it and so uh to watch to watch his game mature and my mate my game mature together uh game mature at ubc was something that i thought that was pretty special and uh, i love the guy and he's having an outstanding career and i, I wish nothing but the best for him too yeah for sure i uh I love how you brought that up, man. That's a cool feeling when you're on the floor at any level, uh, when you know a guy on your team or even yourself is cooking. Yeah. And if you just get him the ball, like it's over. Um, over. Yeah, that's that's just that's a that's a great feeling. Um, Jordan, you know, you finish up at UBC and you're looking to go pro, and then you do make it to uh, St. John's. There, you have the unfortunate injury. Um, you know what? Uh, you know, what, what was the mindset, you know, you get hurt and you're just like, okay, I, I got to rehab here and get, uh, and get healthy. But, you know, did you feel like you were being really kind of held back on the start of your, of your pro career? Yeah, yeah. for sure. It was, um, uh, gut wrenching to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I remember sitting in St. John's, uh, after it happened and I didn't, I didn't really, like no right off the bat that i don't like i you see guys and i tear their cells and they're slapping the floor and it's all kind of stuff right um but in, in the moment i was like no it's just going to be like whatever a sprain walked off jason momo was actually sitting courtside at the game yeah oh uh, it happened which is pretty funny yeah um yeah he gave me a shout out after the game random side note but uh no doubt. <clears throat> it's um when i got told that it was an acl or uh, that i had fully done it I kind of felt like my back was up against the wall yeah. just from like a life standpoint, not even just a basketball standpoint, because I mean, tearing it right, right out of college. I mean, this was going to be supposed to be like my career for the next little while. And to have any injury go down, like you hear stories of guys just not being able to play again. I mean, modern science is incredible guys can get back in six to 12 months with this sort of injury now. But as a younger, as a younger guy who, um, like I, I mean, I graduated from UBC with a sociology degree, but I hadn't really put too much thought into what I was going to do um, or what I what I wanted to do with that degree. And um, that year with my with my rehab taught me a tremendous amount about myself, right. about um, kind of who uh, who I wanted to be moving forward as a basketball player, as a, as a person. Uh, what what are some other interests I have? Because right now I have to sit here and ice my knee four times a day. I have nothing else to do. So what else can I kind of wrap my brain around that uh, might help me? And so I think that year that I tore my ACL, even though uh, it's it, it it was a rough start to my career, it changed the whole trajectory of it in an amazing way because I locked into um, 
the three on three stuff when I got out of it. Right. And that was like an incredible couple years of my life. And it doesn't happen if I don't tear my ACL, right? Like, um, and so I, I learned a tremendous amount about myself, um, in that year. And I'm happy that, uh, I can look back on it and say that I worked my tail off through that rehab and it, and it's, it's paid off and, and hopefully continue to, to help me moving forward. Cause it's still something that motivates me to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, man, I'm glad you, you know, you shared that story. Um, you know, everyone's path isn't easy. And I think that, you know, a lot of people can from learn from uh, situations that happen to people, man. And, you know, everyone's time in the game is different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've persevered. You've gotten yourself healthy, strong. You're ready to go. Um, you know, and your the start to your pro, pro journey has been kind of unique, but now you're ready to roll, right? And we're happy for that. We're happy to, to see you running and, and getting this next uh, opportunity, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited about what's uh, what's to come still in this game. For sure. Uh, obviously, on Canada Hoop Jordan, we love to talk about Canada basketball, and especially with guests mm-hmm. who have represented Canada. You've done that uh, both with the University Games team and then with Three X Three. You know, what has it meant to you personally to represent Canada? And wear the maple leaf on your chest playing basketball, man. Um, it's it's incredible. Um, Canada basketball um, has has done uh, like a, I mean, a lot for me coming down from Alberta basketball, playing on the provincial teams growing up to right. um, then being able to play with the FISU teams and and uh, the three x three team. I mean, anytime you get an opportunity to put Canada on your chest and go play. Um, play the sport you love. Um, <clears throat> I, there's really not a whole lot of words you can put to it. it it's like, you don't know, I don't, for me, I don't know when that opportunity is going to come again. You never know. Right. Right. It's uh, so it's, it's something you just try and when you're in the moment, you don't ever take for granted and you work as, as hard as you can. Cause this country is amazing, right. amazing place. And um, it doesn't, it doesn't happen just to, to anybody. So, I mean, it means the world um, whenever it does happen and hopefully and continue to do it as we as I move forward. Well, uh, did you play the Connor? You played together on that uh, VCU team, right? So that yeah, was that yeah, must have been that must have been super fun, man. Just having kind of your your road dog, and then you guys now you guys are playing for Canada there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was him, and then Kev was also the head coach. Okay, so we had Kev. The Kev was the coach. Me and Connor, we got to go over to um, I think it was in Taipei that year, Taiwan. I spent a few. I've been to Taipei a few times. We went there at the UBC a couple a couple times in the summer. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I you know what, man, I did that that. It's funny you bring that up because I uh, remember playing. We were playing against Purdue in um, just like a tune-up game before the FISA game. Okay. And man, Connor, Connor was killing. Connor like did his thing against Purdue, and I went off. And we it was the last. It was the second game on a back-to-back against University of Purdue, and I missed the game winner, man. Oh. And that one stung. Yeah, oh, that man. one stung, man. That's <laughs> so annoying. And so annoying. Uh, I think Keza Kajami Keen was on that team with you guys too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, shout out yeah, Keza. Yeah, Keza's been Keza on the like pod. Nice. Yeah, Keza's a great dude, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see yeah, him doing so dude. well. And then, um, mm. you know, you, you touched on the 3x3 experience and how uh, great that was for you, and you got some good perspective out of that. Um, 
just talk a little bit more about that and the relationship, especially with um, the Alberta guys, Steve Sir, Kyle Landry, uh, getting to play with those guys. Just uh, just talk more about that, man. Yeah, so the I mean the Thurix three stuff is incredible. Steve Sir, uh, one of the best shooters you'll ever see. I don't know if I mean I'm sure you've seen him play a little bit, but he's an incredible. I played against him, Jordan. Did you? When we were growing <laughs> up, like yeah, it? like in provincial stuff, he was. I've had him on the pod, and and so aging myself a little bit here, bro. But uh, I played against him mm. and Jermaine Buckner, so we're all we're all oh, yeah. we're all creeping that. I was just 40. talking to Buck the other day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We're all yeah. creeping towards that forty, or I'm there already. But uh, anyway, yeah, Steve's great, man. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, Steve was uh, an incredible player. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny how this works. Like Kyle Landry, another, uh, outstanding Canada basketball, uh, alumni now he's coaching with, uh, the UFC dinos. Right. But, um, yeah, being around those guys, Jermaine Buckner, Jordan Baker, uh, Alex Johnson, uh, all those guys, um, being around for those, it was, I guess a two year window basically, because we got, we got knocked off by the pandemic, but, um, right. Steve and uh, Kyle, I spent a lot of time with those two guys. Uh, Buck, too, but more so with Steve and Kyle because we were all located in Alberta at the time. Right. And um, they took me in when I, um, like, they gave me the first world uh, opportunity after my ACL. And so um, I was super excited um, to just be able to play again at the time. And uh, when the idea of 3x3 came rolling around, I was kind of skeptical towards it because I didn't really know anything about the game. Um, I feel like people are starting to kind of know a little bit more, but it's, it's still, um, it's still a growing sport. And right. so at the time I was kind of skeptical towards, I didn't know if I want to do it. Um, because I had, I had, I wanted to get back to following five and, um, I did, I did know that, uh, there was a chance at trying to qualify for the Olympics down the road within it. Right. And, um, I mean, that itself is, 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 is pretty special. Um, a lot of people try to do it. It's a difficult thing to do. Um, and it's definitely something that, uh, motivated me for a couple of years. Uh, and it's still kind of motivating me. Um, and so getting into it with Stephen Kyle, I traveled quite a bit up to, to Edmonton with Kyle and, uh, just being able to spend the time kind of in between, like on the road with Kyle, you know, stories of, uh, like his basketball, his basketball journey and, yeah. and, uh, seeing his, his level of professionalism professionalism on a day in day out basis, uh, being a family man and, um, just kind of doing things the right way. Right. Right. Uh, Kyle's a really great, uh, really great individual. And he taught me a lot about this game and he, some of the skills that we we've talked about and not developed over the last couple of years, um, were, were from Kyle because his, his basketball IQ is incredible. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, I can keep going about the three X three stuff man <laughs> yeah no it's it's great man i love it i mean shout out kyle steve uh jermaine you know all all friends of the podcast uh you know they've mm-hmm. represented uh major for alberta uh you know it's been good to see them and you uh have success with that um i just kind of like to ask everybody you know um you know you're a hooper and you've seen a lot through the game uh especially in canada you know, what do you, what do you make of the, this talent and explosion that's coming out of the country, man? Like Canadians are, are truly putting in work at all levels of the game. Yeah, they definitely are. Um, I think at this point, 
um, we have so many, so many amazing, talented players, and um, like to see where the game has come from when I was from when I was a kid to where it is now, and like I can't imagine really before me. Like you guys are a little older, right. so you guys have seen even more of what Canada basketball has gone through. Right. Um, but I think it's our time to um, capitalize on um, like getting the Olympics and, and doing well in the Olympics. Um, sure. Specifically on the men's side, um, I don't know what it's going to take. Like we have so much talent, like so much talent up at the top. Uh, like it just things just I think need to be need to be glued together in in the in a proper fashion so that we get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you, man. Um, but the, the explosion of talent isn't, isn't surprising. Cause when I like growing up playing over, uh, out East in Toronto, some of the kids I play against, like, I mean, I went to the university of British Columbia and I'm playing in the NBL here against other professional players that went to Ohio state, Louisville, right. you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, I mean, the, the, the ability for Canada pr- to produce good and great basketball players is very high right now. Right. And, um, Canada basketball is on the rise and you can feel it with, uh, all the other, with the other leagues going on and all the players going on. And so I'm just happy that, uh, that seems to be the case and that uh, we're going to keep rolling. I mean, there's some amazing, like, I mean, this year, Andrew Wiggins is an all-star this year. RJ yeah. Barrett's had an amazing year. Yeah. Um, a lot of Canadians in their thing. And so it's, uh, let's head in the right direction. feels like. No doubt. Um, I can't remember if I prepped you for this when we were messaging on IG, you got it. Do you got a top five of all time for Canada basketball? Did I give you that? Uh, top five of all time. Yeah. You gave me that. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 All right. Let's hear uh, it. Do you want me to go five to one or one to five? Whatever, man. It's your five. You want to, you want to do men, <sighs> women. Uh, we, we don't care, man. It's your five. My five. eh? Okay. Well, at number one, I have Steve Nash. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, honestly, this is just my five favorite favorite players. It's not. It's Love not it. a Love uh, it. a top five or anything like that. But I go Steve Nash. I go Josh White. Nice. I go Carl English. Yeah. Uh, and then I go with the with two guys in the NBA that are doing their thing right now, Jamal and Andrew. Yeah, for sure, for sure, grade five and. That's, you're in the Those record the book. I got You're in the record book on the pod because no one's ever said Josh White. So there you go. Yes, of course. Yeah, you got. Come on, man. You got to represent. Yeah, I love it. Josh to this day is still my favorite player. I watched so the best player I ever watched. He, uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, an incredible player, and he deserves to be up there with all those guys for sure. No well, I think Steve has probably made it in everybody's five. Carl gets a lot of love too, and then uh, we got to start showing love to uh, the new kids on the block there that are. A representative mm-hmm. major mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan. Any any shout outs or thank yous, man? Before I get you out of here, uh, I mean, I just want to thank anybody, everybody, and anybody that's been uh, involved in in my journey. Um, <clears throat> Genesis basketball is uh, is huge uh, down there in Calgary. Yeah, um, growing up with Eddie Richardson, Eddie, uh, one of my uh, most favorite people on this planet. Him and his family, no doubt, uh, are amazing people. Um, another family I did want to be, uh, talk about is, uh, the Palominos. I don't know if you know, Adonis and junior Chris, no, I um, don't. that family was, uh, 
a, a instrumental piece in my uh, my youth growing up. Um, and anybody anybody that's taken listen to this, anybody that hears my voice and is uh, um, tuning into to what I have to say a little bit about um, Canada basketball in a sense, that's, I just want to say thank you to you. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I really got to say, man. Oh well, man, we uh, we truly appreciate you joining us on Canada Hoop, Jordan. Man, all the best to you this season. You know, much love to you, and uh, you know, stay healthy and keep and keep killing it, man. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate. It. Thanks for having me on. You know, doubt that wraps up another episode of Canada Hoops. I want to thank Jordan Jensen White for pulling up. Thank you for listening. Keep supporting our Canadian Hoopers. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Canada Hoops.